The reading today is Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. That's on page 990 in your church Bibles. Matthew 22, verses 1 to 14. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fatted cattle have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, ill-treated them and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. We thank God for this reading. I shall need some helpers in a moment, so it would be good to hopefully have some of them ready to do that with me. How many people around here enjoy parties? Enjoy a good party. Uh, it seems a bit of a party season. I know we had the barn dance here last weekend, and there was a bit of a party feeling there, was there not, Kirsty? There was. Uh, and I know that home at the moment is a bit of a party season. Our fridge door seems to be covered in party invitations at the moment. Three or four different parties are all happening over the coming weeks. We had a birthday at home just the other week, and now there are more parties. It feels like it's party time. And the king in this story that we heard this morning was throwing a party for his son who'd been married. And what did the king do? He started by sending out the invitations. Now, I need six volunteers to come and help me. Oh, look at them all springing up, springing up. Okay. Uh, one, you can come stand out here for me, perfect. Oh, yeah, you two can come down here, that'd be brilliant. Go on then, boys, you can come with me, perfect. Three, four. Oh, perfect. One, two, three, four, five, six. Brilliant, in a straight away. Okay. What I want you to do now, you need to put that down, Caleb. I'm going to give you a number. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay? If you're one, two, three, or four, out there somewhere are four envelopes. I did check during the singing. I think they're still there somewhere. I think they're still there. There's four envelopes. They've got a number on them. Okay? Go and see if you can find an envelope. It doesn't matter which number, just one, two, or three, or four. If you go and find out, see if you can find me an envelope. See if you have a good hunt. Someone might be able to help you if they can see them. Look, someone's pointing over there. So you feel four if you go. See if you can go and find these. There's some invitations hidden out there somewhere. Oh, look, some people are waving. Go and have a look, see if you can find where they might be. If you can bring them back to me. 
have a good look. There's some people are waving in that direction. Oh, there's possibly someone waving over here. You two, you've got to wait here at the moment. If you want to go and stand over here, by next to Reuben over here. Come and stand with Reuben over here. Perfect. Some over there. Oh, another one. One, two, three. Oh, Caleb, have you not got one? There might be one in this corner. Over in this corner. Brilliant. Fantastic. What did you say? Thank you. Right. Those four who've got them, do you want to open them up? Oh, this is exciting, isn't it? Don't you think it's exciting? Oh, you four have got invitations. Look at you, like things. Oh, it's like that birthday card at the moment. We'll open them up. What's inside? Oh. Oh. Unfold it. Are you ready, Caleb? Let's give it a bit of a hand. Stuck them down too well. Brilliant. What does your invitation say? You are invited to a party. Come and enjoy some great food. You're invited to a party. Come and enjoy some great food. Now, these four over here, they've, they've got party invitations. You two, unfortunately, haven't got an invitation. That means you're not going to get to go to the party. How does that make you feel? Sad? Did, would you kind of like to go, look, look at that? Chocolate cake over there. Would it not be quite nice to have come and do that? Look at that. See, how's it right? Well, just hang there for a minute because I want to go on a little bit more in our story. Just stay where you are. Because you see, the king in our story, or the invitations went out, didn't they? Right at the very beginning. But some of the people refused to come. And the king then sent his servants out again. And this time, he said, Come and see this banquet. It's going to be amazing. My oxen, my fatted cattle, they've all been slaughtered. Everything's ready. There's going to be an enormous feast, a bit like these people have been told. And what happened? Did the servants come? Did, they, did those people come to the party? No, they didn't, did they? They didn't come. They, they made excuses. They said they paid no attention. One said, I've got a field to go off to. Another said, went about his business. They think the things in their lives were far more important than going to this party. So what did that king do? Well, the king was mad at those people not coming. But he says, that's okay. The table's still ready. Everything's still going to go ahead. The party's still going to go on. And so he went to the street corners and he invited anybody he could find to come, both good and bad, to that party. See, that party that we've got there is a picture of God's invitation to us all. So if you can put those pie invitations, I'm going to give you another invitation now. You can have this invitation. You can have that invitation. It's another one. And this time, you two, do get an invitation. In fact, can we go on to the next slide? Because I think it's got the picture there. So you are all invited to God's party. Because this picture, the parable, is a picture of God's invitation to us all. God invites us all into a relationship with him. And that's what that second set of invitations, that's what it's all about. God says, come on, come to life with me. There's a party that's going to happen if you follow me. And God invites us into that relationship. Jesus died on that cross. That's what we've been singing about already this morning, that amazing grace. So we can be forgiven for all that we've done to start that new life and relationship with God. And God loves us all. 
doesn't matter where it's that invitation. As they say, there was good people and bad people. It doesn't matter. He loves all of us exactly as we are. The invitation goes out. And he keeps sending out that invitation. He doesn't just send it once. The invitation goes on and on. Come and join me. Come and be in life and relationship with me. It's not like these two over here who got left out. God says, come on, you, 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 you can come and get involved. Come and be part of what goes on. And that's the invitation that Jesus is talking about in this parable today. Now, you people who've got the invitation, what does it say right at the bottom of that parable, of, of that invitation? What are the four letters you've got? R-S-V-P. R-S-V-P. Do any of you six know what R-S-V-P means? Go on. Whoa, can you say that again? Wow, that's impressive. What does that mean we have to do if it says RSVP at the bottom? Do you know? Do you know what we have to do? We have to respond immediately. We have to reply. We have to give our answer back to whether we're going to accept God's invitation or not. And we're going to think about a few minutes of that with the adults just for a few moments. But what I'd like you to do while we're doing that you can see, and perhaps other young people who might like to do this as well, around the outside of this table, there are some blank invitations that could do with colouring. What we're going to do is invite everybody here to come and enjoy this party, to come and enjoy this feast. If you'd like to, perhaps you might need to bring a grown-up to do it. There's some colouring pencils at that end. If you want to grab a party invitation, start colouring it in so that in the next song, we can give some of these invitations out. If you're a young person who'd like to come and do that, Come and have a go at that now, quietly, around the table for me. That'd be brilliant. So we've thought about the invitation, the invitation that goes out to us all. But see, there's a second part. Can we have the last slide? The RSVP. What is our response? Because the parable highlights that invitation that God makes to each one of us. But the danger is, that's where we stop the reading. It's all about an invitation. It's all about just God inviting us. But the parable doesn't end at verse 10. It goes on, and that makes it a bit of a tricky part. It's a tricky part to look. You see, there's this man, isn't there, who comes in. The man who's not wearing the right clothes. He's not dressed appropriately for that wedding feast. And the king notices this man, and he wonders, what on earth is he doing? In fact, he turns to him, and he asks him, friend, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? And what's the man's response? Well, it says the man was speechless. And I want to think for a minute, why on earth were those clothes so important? What on earth is going on here? Because it comes back to our RSVP. It comes back to our response. Because if we are SVP to God's invitation, if we accept that new life and relationship that God gives to us, then it means a change in our lifestyle, the way that we live. And we have to be prepared with God's help to make that change. In Romans 13, Paul talks about clothing ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. See, the king in our parable, he would have laid on that banquet and it was quite common in those days to provide the clothes for the party too. That meant whether you were rich or poor, whether you were good or bad, those who attended the party would have all had the right clothes to wear. And there had been no difference between them. It was simply a matter of responding by turning up at the party 
and putting on the right clothes. But see, what's different about this man right at the very end of the parable? He's accepted the invitation. He turns up at the party, but he's decided not to make a complete change, but to leave part of his life, the clothes in the case of this man, exactly as they were before. And the man we see in verse 12 was speechless. I think that's there because he knows what he's done, and he has to face what happens next. See, when we accept, when we are SVP, and we follow God's invitation, we have to surrender our whole lives. The path of discipleship is not about choosing to accept and then stopping there, saying, yeah, I'll come. That's all that I have to do. It's about living out our faith. Coming to worship on Sundays in order that we're sent out the rest of the week to share God's love in our community, in our workplaces, telling others of what he's done for us. Now, some of you will know if you've been here over the last few weeks, this parable follows on from a number of other parables that Jesus has been directing towards the Jewish leaders of the day. Jesus, we heard from Anita last week, was in the temple courts at this point, a place which is important to the Jews, and speaking about how they've been misunderstanding what God is doing. So the Jewish people believe themselves to be God's chosen people. They thought that as long as they followed God's law, as long as they worshipped him in the temple, they would be okay. Again, Jesus is showing how they need to surrender all of their whole lives to God, not just a part of it. And in the last verse, Jesus says these words, For many are invited, but few are chosen. Many are invited, but few are chosen. See, as I said right at the beginning, God invites all of us. But like some of those first group of individuals in the parable, sometimes we think, oh, some people are just refuse to come. They're more interested in other things. Some, however, accept the invitation, but they don't surrender completely. They don't live out what it means to be a disciple, to be one of part of God's people. So there's the invitation, but it can't just have the invitation alone. There has to be the response. There has to be the RSVP. The two go together. So this morning I say, what about us? Have we been given the invitation? Have we heard about God's love for each of us? And if you've not heard about it this morning, then I can say there are many here who will long to tell you of that invitation, the difference it has made to their lives. And please, before you go home today, come and speak to someone who knows about it. Ask them about the difference that accepting that invitation makes. So it's firstly the invitation. But secondly, if we've had that invitation, what should our response be? How should we respond? Well, it should be surrendering everything that we have to God, giving him everything. And that's something we constantly have to work at, something with areas of our lives that we often need to think about time and time again, that we need to surrender to God. Maybe our time. It may be our finance and money. It might be our focus. Perhaps we've just lost the focus of where God is in our lives at this moment. So in a moment, we're going to gather around the banqueting table. We're going to share together in a feast. We're going to have some bread, there's cake, there's juice, there's all sorts of things. Let's be aware of that invitation that God makes to us all. All we need to do is to RSVP. 
yeah, I'm in, I'm going to go, I'm quite happy to accept that invitation, God. But then once we've accepted it, what's our response going to be? What more do we need to surrender to him in our lives at the moment? Shall we pray? Father God, thank you for this parable that we've heard this day. Thank you for the great offer, the invitation there is of relationship with you. For those this morning that have not even thought about it, I pray that that may be something they consider this day. And also for those who have accepted the invitation, to think more again about what our response to you and that relationship should be. To look again about our lives and how we live them out for you. Help us to think more about this as we, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.